guys, and welcome to episode three of the Antisocial Network. I'm here with Steffi, lovely, <laughs> lovely, beautiful guest. I'm so happy to have you here. And yeah, we're just gonna have the chats, talk about anything and everything, as you know, as we do. And yeah, so do you want to tell them a bit about yourself? Uh, I'm very bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm an artist. I am 20. I was about to say 21. <laughs> I'm 20. Um, I'd like to say I'm like an upcoming artist, but I know my boys will kill me if I say that. <laughs> so I'm an artist because I've released music. Mm. Um, I'm a creative, so I kind of like clothes and stuff too. I can tell you're fashion. Uh, <laughs> you always come correct. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. Like anything else, I feel like you guys will like figure out with like the types okay. of conversations we have and stuff like that okay i like so, that i yeah. like that that's a good that's a good introduction so basically you're an upcoming artist <laughs> let's let's not let's not use that word i don't know what word you want to use but um do you want to like for th- for those people who are trying to like you know get into music in ireland you know do you want to like give an insight on what it's like or any mm. difficult perspectives i feel like it's kind of different for everyone Mm. um because some people's journeys like well everyone's journey is different Mm. some people um they were around music from like a young age so maybe it was easier for them right um but i know for me how it happened i can only really share my experience i wouldn't really know what the right way would be per se but um i think it was I went to actually. <laughs> I, know, I remember. <laughs> I remember. So basically, it was like the guy I liked at the time. Okay. Oh, I can't believe I have to say this. <laughs> but um, we're getting the tea. We're getting the, the tea. guy I liked at the time, or the guy I was with at mm. the time. Let me just be technical. Mm. Um, you know them old days where you used to go to church events to link yeah. your man because <laughs> that's the only. I mean, way. I don't know what that is, but yeah, <laughs> that was the only way you was linking your nigga. That's true. So I went to a church event. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pulling up, pulling oh up. God, I'm gonna struggles. see you. <laughs> The struggles. And it was so funny because that was the first day I had met, like, my now quote-unquote best friend slash producer, which is Praise. Wow. So shout out to you, Praise. Um, and let me not pull my blast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, since we met, it was, like, always a music thing. So we were always speaking about music. And he just liked my voice as well. Mm. So it was kind of like, okay, cool. Like, I can see myself working with someone like her. Um and then I think whenever he had church events for his church, um, he would like invite me. Oh, okay. So then I started to meet like the rest of the gang. So like Tony, Wisdom. Um, I met Ayo later on. Mm. Um, and then I met Abruba later, later on as well. But, um, oh, and I met Vicello as well. But I hadn't met him face to face. I had just kind of heard about him. Okay. So all of us, we had just kind of like met together. We were just kind of like, creatives or like people that just were mad about music so it's like we would make music we would record it but see the way we we would record was so ghetto really it was so ghetto because it was like okay 
them times i don't think we had a studio so now we'd have like pirate studios you'd have vision lab you'd even have jungle beam studios shout Mm. out to you simba (laughs) um you'd have all these different studios but before it was like we would have to rent out rooms or do something like that Ah, we were really it was the ghetto it was the ghetto it's Um, great that you guys have that resource now yeah because before it's like even when we think about it it's like when was the last time um we recorded something so ghetto and it's like you know the acoustics of the rooms and everything it was just so crazy and you'd only have a set amount of time to record or to come up with something so it was just crazy Mm. and because i had no musical like experience or like Oh, really? Um, yeah, I had no musical experience. I just knew how to sing. Oh, but when okay. it came to writing songs, it was like, could you write it for me? Because I, <laughs> I don't know how to write. Like, I wouldn't yeah. know how to properly structure a song. Mm. Um, so I think all of that just came with just spending more time with them. Yeah, and them kind of like, oh, express yourself more, or write this. When I first started writing, I was so shit. Mm. I mean... I'm a lot better now, but mm. I'm not where I would want to be. Yeah, but, but that in terms takes of practice and time. Definitely, yeah. definitely. In terms of, like, expressing myself and then having the structure, so, like, the verse, the pre-chorus, the chorus, the verse, the pre-chorus, the chorus, and then the bridge. Wow. Well. It's, well. <laughs> it's, like, there's obviously so much more... Um, control over it mm. especially when it comes down to okay like i know what i'm gonna write about or oh this beat is giving me this type of vibe and because they're my producers like i can um if i'm feeling some type of way it's like okay cool we're gonna make a beat kind of like in this like realm or something like that so it's almost like okay cool i feel like i have full control over how it's gonna sound so if i'm sad we'll make a sad beat right if i'm happy we'll make a happy beat so it's really really nice because it's better than having to get tight beats and stuff like Mm. that so like for people that are probably starting off they would probably have to get like tight beats off of youtube and it's like that's some something that's ready made it's almost like a week Hmm. It's almost like, like when you get your custom wig made and it just fits <laughs> your head. Ah, it's, it's nice. Real. It's yeah, just yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you're for me, I'm for you. Like we mm. just fit. Yeah. When it's ready made, yeah, it's just it's not the same. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. it will still be nice, but it's just sometimes there will be space. Mm. Sometimes it will be too tight. Mm. I had a ready made wig made for me, and it was too <laughs> tight for my head. I was looking. I was like, "Mommy, is my head too big?" <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i i think it just depends i would say like to people just find someone mm-hmm. that um you respect and you like mm-hmm. not someone you would necessarily want to be but someone that would help you be the best version of, of you. yourself yeah. so someone that would hear what you would have to say and would have the time for you as well Mm. but also do your own research try and figure out what it is get a setup going in your room Mm. just the little things because even with me i was really really dependent on the guys and then after a while it was kind of like steph you can't be too dependent on us because we're not always going to be around so you need to know the basics of like having some equipment in your room recording Mm. yourself and and like how do you go along with having your own equipment doing that stuff yourself like like what what would you use to teach you like did you just learn from your friends and then then you went and did yourself or would you like for example like this podcast i learned so much off like youtube even tiktok how to use equipment how to edit so like how would you 
tell people how to like learn how to use stuff themselves <clears throat> like i think um it would be the same as well you learn from like if you don't have any like sources that are like feasible to you mm-hmm. you would learn through youtube mm-hmm. so you kind of know the basics to get your mic your interface mm-hmm. um to get like the mic screen yeah um the the pop shield. Me saying yeah when I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just for you to agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I said interface. And I think yeah. that's it. And obviously have a good laptop as well. Right. A good laptop is very, very important. Have to invest. To set you do. You really do need to invest. I think for me it was like almost 2K. Mm. Um, just to get it. But see, the money was there. So I didn't mind. And we were going into lockdown. So I was just kind of like, I don't mind. Mm. See them clothes I want to get. I'll put it aside. Besides, you know. I don't mind. Just leave it there. But for other people, it's like, it would be a lot of money. So like, there's always going to be cheaper alternatives. Everybody, in, when you step into uni, you mm. have to get a laptop. That's true. So just make sure that, okay, whatever you're putting onto your laptop, you're using the right things. And make sure that you get a hard drive as well. A mm. hard drive with a lot of space. space yeah. So everything isn't going on your laptop storage. Mm. It's going on the hard drive. Right. Because it should be a thing where your laptop is nothing without the hard drive. Okay. If okay. that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, even yeah. like with someone that has YouTube videos, someone that has podcasts, like anything it's like me now taking don't worry i'm just taking my notes here still it's like you should but like we didn't i didn't realize that until something happened to one of my friends and he had now lost everything oh my gosh stop. and it was like you know her. my shit is in there too my shit is in there was it <laughs> but it was all old stuff it was all okay. like really really old things so like it was just kind of like yeah, we've been saying that we wanted to start from scratch anyway. Yeah, so yeah. now is the opportunity. But it was God speaking to us. Next time, have a backup. <laughs> yeah, you know, get the, the hard drive. Work, mm. I work hard, but the devil works, works harder. harder. Works so, harder. Yeah. Even, for, even when you were saying there, like investing in a laptop and stuff, mm. it's expensive, but... You know, if if you're someone who is trying to start up in, like, this music business and trying to be a creative, like you, for example, like... I would say what I would say. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a music artist. I'm sorry. I cannot sing, but like, have your priorities in place. Like, yeah. okay, you're saying this laptop is like two thousand euros or however how much it costs. But like, when you think about how much you're spending on Netflix, Disney Plus, Spotify, Apple Music. I don't know. I have Leave both, them. but you have both Leave anyways. Them. Like, Leave them. You know, because like, they don't understand. <laughs> Because they don't understand. Are we not saying it to you now? Like, because you don't understand. Like, I'm so sorry, but you people, I'm not involved, but you people that have PLT orders. We're just three saying times it so the shoe is not, it's not supposed to fit, but if it fits, if it fits you can't wear it so You can't wear it. Take it you, out, be taking your pictures. You no know, shoe. I mean, like, three PLT orders a week. I mean, take that PLT money and invest it in a decent yeah. laptop, a decent MacBook, whatever you want, whatever you know is good for what you're using. And, you know, mm. from there, you're investing in something. It's going to, it's you're going to be re- rewarded for it. Like That's in the, the thing. Especially if you really believe in yourself. Yeah. Um, It's going to be a thing where whatever you've invested into yourself, because this is not an investment to God or mm. an investment to your mom or your dad. This is this is an investment for yourself. Right. You're doing this because you believe in yourself, and if you really believe in your source and you believe in yourself the way you say you do, your music, by God's grace, it will take off, and you'll be making right. ten, 
like right. 20 times more right. what you've spent on mm. your equipment mm. so it's like it shouldn't really be like ah uh, should i really do this blah blah, blah something mm. like this and even i would say never go for the cheaper alternative if it's if you're gonna have to buy it all over again mm. do you know okay. what i mean so say like the interfaces that we have at the moment it's like there's obviously cheaper like for the same brand you have a cheaper alternative so okay. maybe it'll have less inputs um yeah yeah do you know what i mean yeah. so it's like obviously something like that where you're being you're going for the cheaper alternative mm. that makes sense but don't now go for a childish yeah, alternative yeah. or one that doesn't have a brand that you would know mm. has a good name or something like that mm. because you're just gonna have to buy it all over yeah. again it just makes no um, sense yeah and it's a waste of money as well it is like, and even as you're using it you'll be doing it you'll getting annoyed you'll be clicking in the background oh it's all of this sound but anyways um that's great to like hear how you're going with your music mm. and i just love when people irish people are proud of what you know you're yeah. proud of what you're doing and you're confident with what you're doing and i feel like even for myself and like this podcast the like just the thoughts that would run in my mind like oh, mm. are people gonna like this how are people gonna like take this in is there a point in me doing it am i gonna yeah. offend somebody when i'm doing it like how for, for you when you're putting out music for when you're promoting yourself or mm. doing anything around like you being creative how do you get past that stumbling block in your mind like um, i think see i th remember i was telling you that i had went through like depression mm. and like suicidal thoughts and stuff like that so mm. i think the minute I feel like I'm going to fall back into something like that mm. or the minute I feel like I'm derailing mm. as a person, not even an artist or a daughter or anything, the minute I feel like I'm derailing and I'm not being true to myself, it's like, okay, but how would I feel if I actually did this for myself? Right. Do you know what I mean? Because okay. if I did this for myself, it's like, okay, whatever anyone else has to say shouldn't really matter to me mm. because I'm being true to myself. It's like... And I always like to think that there's someone out there that will be able to relate to you yes. and that will just gel to you. Yeah. Especially because if I don't do it and I stay in my fear, I'm going to end up back where I was when I was 15, yeah. where I was really, really depressed and I wasn't taking risks and I hated myself as a person because I felt like I couldn't be true to myself because everyone else's opinions were like weighing what I thought of myself. Okay. Especially because at that age you're only starting to take those steps to figuring out the type of human that you want to mm. be the type of person that yeah. you want to be Definitely. so it's so so important to do things for yourself i right. mean now that the instagram algorithm mm. algorithms are now messing themselves up it's like if you're actually putting something up now you're actually deep in now this is a nice picture i like it for, for me mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. doing this for me. See, that's what I want to do because for me, even like with this small, small Instagram I was doing, it didn't really go anywhere. But like at one point, I feel like sometimes this new algorithm thing is almost a blessing in disguise because yeah. when I was posting back then, like getting all the likes, all the comments, all the shares so and I was getting hyped. Like but like I was doing it for them. Mm. Like what's the point of having an Instagram where I'm just posting because I'm like, are these people gonna like what I'm exactly. posting? Like, do I truly like this myself? Mm -hmm. I may like it, but like at the same time, I'm I'm literally doing it to please others. Mm -hmm. Whereas now with this new algorithm, I'm not gonna say I'm I've been posting. I haven't been posting. I'm not really taking Instagram seriously like that or anything. But 
now is the time for people to step back and be like, okay, I'm hella anxious about posting on Instagram because yeah. the algorithm is messed up. People aren't going to see my stuff. People are going to judge me for what I'm mm-hmm. posting. But I mean, now take this time, maybe post for you. Post the stuff exactly. you like. If you don't get whatever, how many likes you don't want, you, you can't get. It you is be what satisfied is. with the fact that okay you well did. i did it yeah. for me yeah literally i did it for me and i think that's the one thing with this generation is we're mm. so based off of what other people think and mm. stuff like that like i like to think people that do things because i know there's a lot of women that will be like oh i'll dress and i can only use women as an example because mm. i am one myself mm-hmm. i will dress um, let's say if I decide to wear a dress or something like that and I say I w- I'm wearing it for myself mm. it's like okay if you knew that nobody not just men but nobody was gonna be where you're going it was just you would you still wear that same thing mm. do you know what I mean yeah. so it's like if I wouldn't then I'm doing it for other people and right. I mean sometimes there's no like sometimes yeah. there's nothing wrong with actually yeah. doing it for other people as well but you need to be confident in yourself mm. to know that because if someone turns around now and tells you that you don't look nice or something like, like how are you gonna take it yeah. so it's like you need to build enough you need to be like 80 percent you yeah and then the 20 percent, if other people are talking okay that's just your opinion that's how yeah. you're gonna take it that's just your opinion and i'm not gonna penalize you for right. giving me your opinion maybe the way you said it was a bit rude mm. but i'm not gonna penalize you for it because that's your opinion yeah i like what i want do you know what i mean so yeah. it's really really different but i think people don't really take time to sit down and think like oh shit like you know like am i doing it for myself am i doing it for other people so yeah. it's really interesting yeah i i feel like at the same time with that being confident in yourself and doing things for you and not really letting comments of other people get to you i feel mm. like that's such a long road it doesn't you don't you don't just get to that mindset like it's true like that even me myself like okay yeah i do dress for myself mm-hmm. but there are times if someone like for example you know who you are i got <laughs> shoes yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna add your name but you know who you are i got <clears throat> shoes i loved the shoes and this person came and slandered my choice like mm-mm, these aren't it like but it's a thing where this is not just a random person it's mm-hmm. someone who i i value their opinion right so for them to come to me now and say those shoes aren't it i'm just there like now why did i come and buy this exactly but then when i took a step back i i talked to my brother about it and i'm just like oh this person doesn't like what i got like oh now i'm embarrassed maybe i should come and return the shoes like it was even expensive so was it worth it if she doesn't like it and he was mm-hmm. like but did you buy it for her or did you buy it for you yeah like what does her opinion if you go wear the shoe now is she gonna beat you like she's not it's gonna beat true. me so why am i i'm not saying that someone's opinion is it doesn't doesn't matter it's not valid everyone's opinion matters but is it benefiting is what they're saying benefiting me exactly you know and i know this is just like shoes but it comes with everything it comes with your music it comes with this podcast it comes with uni work for example comes with everything like of course take people's opinions into account but don't let it derail you from your path and where you're going and like what Mm. you could do i know this is literally coming from shoes how can shoes derail (laughs) me from the path of where i'm going but you know even even to touch on that there's people that i've met that are so ignorant they're Mm. so like they literally block out other people's opinions Mm. and i think that is also really really bad as much as you depend there's people that depend Mm. soulfully Mm. on people's opinions there's also people that no i don't care 
I don't mm. care. And I feel like th- those people, I remember when I was younger, I, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could be like that. Yeah. Until it came to me speaking to someone that was like that was when I realized, oh, no, 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 no. You ain't it. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> ain't it, honey. Because you're blocking your blessings. Right. Because people, like, when you think of the world, we need opinions to live. Right. We need opinions for we the do. world to go around. Yeah. Was it not Elon Musk that gave his opinion and then there was a huge dip in the... Do Bitcoin? I mean, I'm sorry, I don't do this Bitcoin, but I'm. I don't, I don't do it either. But it's like one person's yeah. opinion, but it was a very important person's mm. opinion. Like, so it's like this world. Like, even Twitter is an amazing example. Yeah. I like apple juice. Okay, but what's wrong with orange juice? Yeah. And this and this and, this and that. It's just an opinion. You're now it's just you, the discrimination you have towards you orange me? juice. And- it's crazy. So it's like. As much as it's not amazing to be a hundred percent dependent on people's opinions, it's also not good for you to a hundred percent shut people's yeah. opinions out. Because yeah. sometimes people just want to help you. Sometimes, and I think being open-minded is such a big deal. Mm. Like I know for me, I'm an artist. <clears throat> At the end of the day, I can do whatever I want to do. Right. But opinions is what's gonna help me understand my mm. support base yeah or like okay. my fan base okay that's what's gonna help me so if i know i've released five songs and people are feeling two of the songs out of the five would i not probably try to make something more like that yeah Do you know what okay I mean? without like, losing your own exactly because sauce, that's the thing do you know what can i actually ask you a question do you mm. feel like youtubers that are now big mm. do you feel like they've lost themselves majority of them yes that's a very good question because they're literally just doing stuff for what, for what their viewers yeah, want but it's also yeah. like in the beginning they were allowed to do whatever they wanted to right, do right. and then it was like them certain things that um was bringing them all the numbers mm. all the streams it's like okay now i have to just do this thing because mm. this is the thing that's bringing me in the big money you know and yeah. it's like now they've just completely yeah lost yeah, themselves they're just and they're just gone. other people so now they they end up a lot of youtubers like i feel like molly may is a really good example she got like her face kind of done up a yeah. little bit she got her teeth done mm. um and then after a while she was kind of like I kind of just want to go back yeah. to being a bit more natural. I love I think, how she was open about do that. Do you know what I mean? Because it sometimes you kind of sit down and you're kind of like, okay, but when I did these things, I didn't actually do them yeah. for me. Yeah. I actually did them for other people or the satisfaction of other people. And it's like, now these people, as COVID has come along, like, mm. where are you people? You people are dying in your bed. You're, you're gone, do you know pretty what much. I mean? Like, you people just aren't there. Everyone is in their room. Everyone has their own stuff that they're going through and they're just less focused on your life so then Mm. when you realize that you're the main focus in your world you have to do what makes you You happy happy. that's all right that's so true you're speaking facts (laughs) girl oh my god you're speaking facts i just be sitting down in my room and i just be thinking about so many things and Mm. it's like if i'm not happy then what am i yeah literally if i'm not at peace then mm, what am i that's literally all i want to be at peace to be you know just happy with me at this stage at what i'm doing with what i am with everything surrounding me Mm -hmm. that's all i want and one thing that i want to talk about because you were you you talked you talked a little bit about like depression and stuff like that Mm -hmm. for me i'm not very vocal about this but at times i do get quite anxious about stuff and that just comes around like that just that just 
basically comes from like what people think of me how i think people perceive me and all this stuff and like i don't know if you've dabbled in i don't know if you've experienced anxiety i mean i think as humans everyone does everyone does you know um i think okay it was really really i feel like i had it my whole life Mm. actually i mean my sister spoke about this we stayed up the whole night just speaking mm. about this because she's going through her own I don't want to say it for her I feel mm. like that's her story to mm. share but um, we went through similar things but the only thing is now she's being more vocal about it when it comes to my parents right. and the rest of the family whereas for me I was kind of like I live with African parents yeah. and if I say this to them would they not say it's sickness yeah. would they not say it's the devil that's Literally. trying to throw me off or whatever so I was like let me deal with it because it's either going to be them just giving out because they don't understand which is understandable but that's just going to make me really emotional or Mm. they're going to suffocate me with every two seconds they're checking up on me Mm. and it's like i'm a person that really values my own space don't be checking on leave just leave me alone leave me alone i can literally stay in this room and unless i need to come out to get something i'm sorry sometimes they think i'm dead in my room (laughs) i won't even lie sometimes it'll just be so quiet yeah but you need that sometimes you do need that time for yourself you do need that peace just to be in tune with yourself because Mm. a lot of the times with anxiety people people see it as a foreign thing but i feel like we need to get rid of this stigma that like it's not a normal i'm like it sounds bad but anxiety is normal everyone goes through it at different levels of course like at different severities but like for me with anxiety one thing i saw one thing i noticed was a lot of people won't really know this but when you're going through an anxious moment or a stressful moment you're always chasing what's next you're always like oh this is stressful i'm so anxious i hate doing this i hate going to this place i hate speaking to these people but once i'm done speaking to these people i'm not going to be anxious anymore Mm -hmm. once i'm done going to this job i'm not going to be anxious anymore and when people start thinking like that when people have that mental like way of thinking awareness Mm -hmm. i feel like you lose you lose track of what you're doing because you're constantly thinking of the future you're not in the present moment yeah. and that's that's how it becomes a cycle because you then you get past a job you go to a new job or you get past that friendship you go to a new friendship and you're just like wait i'm feeling as anxious as i was in that past time i feel horrible the same way i felt in that last time why do i still feel that way after mm. i've run away from that situation do you get what i mean so i feel like for a lot of people of course anxiety is not a good thing it's not something that you want to accept that is there with you but once you learn how to deal with it once you learn how to cope and read yourself read your mind read your body Mm -hmm. focus on you stay in the present moments if you have to stay in your room like we like we would do for a day stay in Mm -hmm. your room turn off your phone put your phone on do not disturb do what you have to do so you can really meditate and find yourself in a point like okay oh this friendship gives me so much so much anxiety it just stresses me out so much but like mm. okay leaving this isn't going to change anything it's, i'm still going to feel the same way but are there different things i can do am i a, like figure out your own traits are you a people pleaser are you like like have you gone through something in the past that's making you yeah because usually that's what it is yeah literally usually that's what it yeah. is i think when people like sit down and they realize 
when they sit down and they think, they start to realize, oh, hold on a second. The way I act now stems a lot from my childhood. Right. Stems a lot from past experiences and childhood traumas. Mm. And I think with me, it was a thing of, and I think I'm just going to keep having to use African, um, the African background because I don't really, well, I'm not part of other communities, mm. so I wouldn't know, but mm. I'm just kind of guessing like, as a kid, I was very, very slim. Mm. I was a very slim kid. And it's like my whole life growing up, my aunties and uncles, like, oh, this, Steph, you're really slim, you know? You know, you need to be eating. You need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. And they almost made me, they made me feel so uncomfortable mm. in my own body. Mm. Obviously to them, it'd kind of be like, oh, but those are two, two comments. But it's like, it doesn't matter because you don't understand that the next auntie and the next uncle is saying it to me. So I'm getting it all the time. Right. And it builds and it builds like this whole wall mm. first of all i don't want to come and see you i don't want to yeah. come and stay with you yeah and then you feel like i felt like as an african girl i had to be thick mm. so i was so obsessed with being thick mm. so um what i i had what was an issue for me is i used to have some stomach ulcers mm. growing up because I would not have an appetite from just being so emotional and so upset all the time. And I carried it from my mom. I took it from my mom because when my mom was a teacher back home in Ghana, mm. um, she would go a long time without eating. But that wasn't purposely. It was just because she's looking after the kids. She's And then afterwards, she would go maybe um, to or someone in their house or something like that, mm. to or a kid. And she just would put off food for so long. So for me, it was like, people would offer me food and it's like, no, nah, I don't feel like yeah. eating. I don't want to, do you know what I mean? And then after a while, it's like my stomach, my mm. whole, I just got so used to it. So I wouldn't eat. And I was like in and out of like the doctors. Thank God I didn't have to go hospital, but it was so bad. And I feel like that's probably what gives me small, lower abdominal pains, apart from the fact that I get my period mm. and stuff. So it's like, that was one factor. And then another thing was, um, growing up, my mom I don't know if your mom used to say the same thing but like whatever happens in this house stays, stays in, in this house, house. Uh, nothing and you know as a kid you're very emotional you mm. you don't know how to handle your emotions mm. so it's like if mommy beats me and we now go out to Auntie Fonke's house mm. Auntie Fonke sees my face oh but Stephanie what's wrong with you what's wrong with your face nothing i'm okay mm. and you know you're not okay and you're probably even about to cry or something yeah, like that yeah, yeah, because yeah. god forbid you tell auntie from care what happened at home the belts <laughs> the belts that will be waiting it. to flog you, you when you get home it's you like it. just him so it's like me and my sister we were talking about that and she was literally like oh my god i thought i was the only person that literally kept us bottled up for years right so we couldn't talk to our parents or our friends mm. or anyone even teachers how can you come to a teacher and tell you to, yeah yeah so my, my mom yeah she's just beating me for no reason yeah like, you can't you can't, you can't say that. that you really no, can't yeah do you know what i mean and one thing african parents as well like when you beat me, tell me why you're beating me. Yeah. Obviously, you don't beat me no more. But when you're beating me, tell me why. Because as a kid, it was just kind of like, hmm. Yeah. Like, you're just beating me for no reason. You need to tell us. Or don't do this whole, oh, do this because I said so. Go to sleep because I said so. Let there me needs know to be a reason why. why. Because as a kid, I'm going to say, why, mom? Mm. Why, dad? All the time. Mm. Um, And some of these things I'm saying, it's not 
um necessarily my parents but even just what i've heard from other and people as well too. yeah because sometimes i'll be seeing things and it's like uh-uh, would you not tell that kid the reason yeah for why because as kids you're curious you're mm. in your prime your mind is just yeah i want to touch this oh, literally let the kid touch the fire. Yeah. The kid touches the fire and it burns them. Don't know not to touch it again. Literally. But don't be always removing the hand. Yeah. Sometimes people need to experience things for themselves. Mm. And I think that's also another thing. The African parents, they're not going to do They're not going to. Because when it comes to... And I'm just going to use the basic one that we were even speaking about in the car. When mm. it comes to sex, mm. don't have sex. Why, mom? Because you're going to be pregnant now. But like, what's what's the reason? What's the reason yeah, what's behind the real why reason? you don't want me to have sex? Mm. Because I feel like a lot of people go into it. Okay, I'm gonna have sex because there should be a way I should do this without being pregnant. Mm. Especially if you're speaking to other people. Oh yeah, I've done this. I've done that. Oh cool, I want to experience it too. Yeah. You experience it without knowing what you you need in order to prevent right. that thing that your mom right. has said and now you go into it and you're in this predicament you mm. don't want to be in mm. so it's like don't don't tell me not to do it because it's an yeah. uncomfortable conversation yeah. for you to have just at least tell me do you know what not now when the time is right or when you feel like you're comfortable enough to tell me about it but even at a young age i feel like even from 13 14 you should be telling your kids yeah what like, they need to know about sex really, because them sex ed classes they're nothing they're they rubbish. don't do anything they don't for you. they don't they're not of, they're not of any help and like at the same time you're you're really right with what the steps parents should take in order to just to teach us to stop us from getting into those yeah. type of situations but i feel like we need to also like acknowledge and maybe even sit our parents down and really take it back a step and be like okay they're hearing what we're saying but they're not really hearing what we're saying because that's not how they were brought up mm. that's not their mentality so hearing they've come now here to whatever country they are and they're okay for example europe or ireland or whatever and they're like okay this this is my child she has this irish mentality mm. she's growing up around irish people this is how they are with their parents and they feel like this is wrong but mm. now that we are seeing it from a different perspective and a, diff- and a different light talk to them in that way be like okay you didn't grow up going to your mom wanting to talk about whatever stuff like that like but we're coming to you now or maybe for me let me be honest i'm not as open like that with my parents but Mm. like if they want to come to me now and talk to me about that that's all good like no problem at all but i mean talk to them be like your mom didn't tell you all this stuff but mom this is your opportunity to To tell tell me. me exactly like Sometimes we look at traditions and we're like, okay, yeah, let's follow that. We look at how our parents did stuff and Mm -hmm. let's follow that. But I feel like with anything and everything, like with history, looking at history, looking at how things were done, would you not now analyze it and be like, okay, was this a good road? Is this, you know, how how am I feeling? How how is the person who was in that historical moment? How did they feel at that point? Mm -hmm. Do I want to feel like that? Do I want to pass that feeling on to somebody else? take a step back analyze it and be like okay my mom didn't talk to me about sexual things and now my daughter is here and i maybe the parents are like oh i feel like she's gonna go off now and come back pregnant african parents have this fear of their daughters coming back to the house pregnant okay if you have that fear sit your doctor doctor sit your daughter down Mm -hmm. and talk about it okay but when we say talk about it not just do not talk to boys do not do this do not do that 
you can't you can't change if someone knows they're gonna do something they're gonna do it okay so that's the kid talk I to was. them about <laughs> that's the kid i was listen like i mean there's and there's nothing wrong with that we're all mm-hmm. curious we're all humans so if someone feels like they're gonna do something they're gonna involve themselves in things that the parents doesn't you know necessarily see as is right or they're they're afraid that it's going to put their child in a situation where they end up pregnant and Mm -hmm. it ruins whatever i don't know however they're thinking okay talk to them about contraceptives exactly talk to them teach them like what they need to know how so they don't put themselves into that situations even if they still go and do what they're going to do they're going to be protected and if the parents now saying they don't know, I don't know how you don't know about that stuff if you have kids. But if you don't know, you and your child, you and your son, you and your daughter, you guys can sit down together, put on YouTube, put on something mm-hmm. and watch an educational program about whatever. Like, it's just small steps that I feel like parents can take because for them to just say no and like be like, no, you're not allowed to do this. You're not yeah. allowed to do that. Like. Now that I'm even thinking about it, now like that you're speaking, I'm even starting to realize that maybe it's cause it's also coming from a place of having very little knowledge about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like that point that you just made, that's really really good because I think it's not about what you're going to say; it's about you just having that openness, that mm. open mind. So whatever I say, you're not going to be judgmental mm. and it's like this is a free space for me to feel like my mom or my dad is my best friend Mm. and then after this 40 minutes or however long it takes you can go back to being a parent and advising me okay but i still feel like you shouldn't do this at least then i'll know that because of the conversation we had i know where this is actually coming from it's coming from a place of intent a place Mm. where you actually love me whereas if you just say this to me don't do this because you're going to be pregnant okay cool i'll do it but i just won't get pregnant yeah do you know what i mean and there's just some kids like that like i was like that Mm. do you know what i mean like Mm. especially because it's like i never understood things like oh yeah you can have boys as friends but not as boyfriend we're in a european (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) like it was actually crazy because the first time i told my mom the first time i told my mom I had a boyfriend. It was like we were going to one open day in like Donnery. Yeah. I just felt the whole day she was doing body body with me. So I was like, <laughs> let me tell her. Yeah. Because I was like two years into my relationship. So I was like, let me tell her that. Two years? Am... You'd wait two years before you tell your mom? Listen, now I'm going to wait till marriage. Because. Listen, I won't lie. I'm not bringing nobody to Do you get house. me? Mom, if you're watching this, you, Do you get me. me. I'm not bringing nobody until mm. you know for sure. Do you get me? Yeah. You have yeah, to yeah. wife me. And even at that, you can still mm. divorce me. Literally. Do you know what I mean? Nothing for certain but i waited two years but the time wasn't anything it was just kind of like this is the right time for me to tell my mom so i told mm. my mom <laughs> well you can have him <laughs> as a friend you know mm. this and this and that. okay mom but you know like i'm happy like and she really voiced that she was happy that i said it to her mm. me thinking yeah this is just gonna be a girl's thing it's just gonna stay between us you know you have to tell your dad uh. <laughs> like what <laughs> My what? Remind dad. me who my dad is again. <laughs> I had to tell my dad. And funny enough, when I told my dad, my dad was more chill about it than my mom. Really? My mom, oh, yeah, yeah, you can have a boy as a friend. It uh, doesn't need to be a boyfriend. And my dad was like, no, you're at an age where you want to experience some things. Mm. Just don't do things that I wouldn't yeah, do. Yeah. Um, but he was a lot more open to it. And I think that's when I kind of realized, yeah, my dad is my G. My mom is just my mom. She's you know, my mom. My mom is my mom. See, but obviously now there's a lot more... 
I think, see, because I was, I'm the stubborn child, so I'm, I'm the oldest. Mm. Um, but I have an older sister as well, but on my dad's side. Mm. But I'm the oldest for both my parents. So it's like, for me, if you say no, I'm just always going to ask why. And I'm always going to... But I'm very responsible. I'm mm. very sensible. And mm. my parents know that. So it's like, growing up around the, the ages, like 16, 17, 18, asking to do something and them saying no, it's like, okay, but I need to know why. why? Because you can say no, but I just need to know why. And then I won't hassle you again. Right. And they would give me valid reasons as to why they wouldn't want me to do the thing and i'd be like okay cool i, w- mm. I won't do it then yeah. i won't fight you over it yeah. so it was nice growing up in that type of household but i only got that after a certain age of me just deciding let me be forceful and that came with me realizing that music is something i want to do mm. i don't want to be kept in a classroom doing god knows what because yeah. i'm making music in class i'm not listening to what the lecturer is saying i'm not listening to what the teacher is saying mm. and that was also another form of my depression as well i go into school i don't want to be here yeah, <laughs> yeah i just yeah. want to leave do you yeah. know what i mean i'm just i'm in at nine i'm trying to get out by four like mm. i'm just out the door i don't want to be here what's a leaving sir what's yeah. a junior sir? i don't want to do this and especially for me it was like i don't have to be smart you know like i don't have to be smart because i have this talent if i just focus on my talent i don't need to focus on school guys don't do this (laughs) i don't need to focus on school but obviously now that i'm a lot older i've realized first of all i'm black my skin color is very very different and Mm. being out in the working world so early you realize that you're working for a white man yeah there's still that discrimination yeah so if you want to do music it's good for you to get that degree as well but I would just say, make sure that you're getting a degree in something that you know you're going to use. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's no, like, I did nursing, I did psychology, but I know I'm not going to use them. So now I want to go into music school, yeah. something that I know I will yeah. use. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. even if I'm not an artist, like, instantly, I you can be that. a songwriter, yeah. I can be a music engineer, I can be a producer. Let me invest in myself mm. more than I already have. Mm. Because the idea now is to make yourself as valuable as you can in the area or the category that you're in to the point where when you turn up at someone's door, they can't shut you yeah, down. Do you right. think someone will shut Charlie Poots down? Charlie Poots? Charlie Poots, that's a prodigy. Do you think somebody will shut him down? No. because no, he can do everything for himself. Yeah. So when someone shuts you down, it should be a thing of, okay, cool. That was a hard no, but you're gonna, for me, like it was always a thing of like, you're going to wish you worked with me. Right. That type of thing. Yeah. You're, you're going to wish you worked with me. You're yeah. going to wish you heard me out. Because I think my confidence comes from me performing. I mean, just singing. Mm-hmm. I won't sing if you ask me to sing. You have to pay me to do Come that sing sometimes. I won't sing. <laughs> you have to pay me to do or I have to just like you or feel comfortable enough. But if you tell me, oh, yeah, you're going to perform. It's like, I don't know most of the people in the crowd but i'm gonna make you be a steffi fan yes. i'm gonna bring you over to my side girl it's, it's even funny how you're saying that because i remember what was it because um take me out that show <gasps> no no listen because i was so excited when i heard oh you're gonna be performing i was like i remember i was with my friend she had no it she was just not into <laughs> music like that and um she was like she was like why am i so excited and i'm like she's good she's good like, you're gonna you're gonna like it you're gonna like it. i was so hyped and you came and you were singing you were engaging everybody and she's like whoa she's good like what like that's where the confidence stems from like yeah. even like that's it's very very funny because that was the same night the whole rte thing happened with mm. 
that guy that I am um, met at the train station, Darren right. Smith. That's the same day things happened because I heard him. I heard him playing the piano at the train station and he was playing a song that I knew and I was like, oh, it'd kind of be cool if I just went over and started singing with him. That's just me being me because my confidence is there when it comes to music. Mm. If that was school and mathematical problem, (laughs) that mathematical problem can see me and see this ass walk away because I ain't doing that. But I was like, yeah, I know this and I know the harmonies and I went in and I just started singing and for him it was like, whoa. And mm. I, I even commend him for being able to continue to play because yeah. if someone did that, I'd be like, excuse <laughs> you. I'm doing so. Excuse <laughs> you. Or I would have just been blown away by the person's voice or something. Yeah. But he just kept going mm. and it's like people were recording but see, when you do something for yourself, you don't think, oh, I could end up on RTE. Mm. I could end up here. This video could go viral. Mm. So it was my ex that actually took the the video of us because we were both doing the whole take me out thing mm. um and then he was calling me like yo steph like this video is blowing up it's blowing up and i was like just twitter everything blows up <laughs> and Shock i was you. in such a bad place because i remember with my mom it was like you can't just focus on this music thing but then i wasn't hearing it like that i was hearing it as you're not supporting me when it comes to music yeah so it was like i was in a really really bad place with her and then it's like oh yeah rte is looking for you this and this and it's like I went downstairs. Dad. Dad. <laughs> so Dad. RTE is looking for me. This is my mom's. Hey! My daughter! She's going to be a star! My mom, she just couldn't. Oh she couldn't. And I think then was when she kind of realized, oh, music can actually be a thing taken seriously. Yeah. I feel, I feel, sorry to put you off there, but I feel like when parents are like, okay, for for example, you, you're just doing music and like you're probably not in college at the same time or whatever. Mm-hmm. When parents look at that situation, I feel like it's 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 actually coming from a place of love. They, they're supporting you. You may not notice it. Like now you, mm-hmm. you, you can probably realize that now, but they're actually supporting you. It's just that they don't want you to be in a, in a position where it's like, okay, you put all your focus into this one thing. And, and it might not bring you money. Yeah. That's and the and thing. then you're in such a vulnerable state and you're just, and you yourself, you're just now like, oh my gosh, I've made a mistake. I've mm-hmm. wasted this. I've wasted that. I've wasted this. But that's literally just what your parents want you to avoid. And I feel like this is coming back to what you're saying about mm-hmm. giving a reason why you're saying no into doing stuff. Exactly. Why can't they just explain like okay i understand you're doing this music thing but i want you to do something mm-hmm. on the side i want you to get this degree so that in case things don't plan or fall out in the way that you want it to fall out you have something to fall back on but a lot of parents wouldn't have that discussion a lot mm-hmm. of parents wouldn't find themselves talking to their child about that and then it just comes across as oh they're, they're not listening to me they don't support me they don't do this they like, don't do that even my mom like for her before she has she sits down and she has a conversation with me like mother to daughter Mm. it comes from sometimes it comes from a place of frustration Mm. like okay because i know for african parents one thing that i don't like that they do is they want to be able to compare Mm. it's like it's like a race whose kid can finish college first whose kid can get the highest grade and for me it was always like i don't care what this person is doing Mm. i can't if i can't do it because what i can do they can't do Mm. so why would you expect me to be able to do something that they can't do it's like mom i don't like that because if music takes off now Mm. they're not gonna say to their kids look at your age mate they're not gonna say that you literally literally be minding your own business your mom comes to your room do you not see your cousin tolu do you not see what do you not see i see them 
I see them but and I'm comfortable wait, in my own lane. Yeah, you see them, but do you not? You don't see, Mama. You don't see what they're right. doing behind the scenes. You don't. You don't see what they're getting up to with Ashling and Sharon on the weekends. You're seeing see, them. It's just a cover up. It's just a front. When I I'm wish. with them, I'm the good one, Mom. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm the yeah. good one. Like, <laughs> I I remember I used to I used to say to my parents, I'm not that kid that used to sneak out. Mm. I never had a reason to. And it's mm. like because you guys were never strict on me, so please don't start being strict on me now. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Because mm. other kids, yeah, I go to this motive and I did this mm. and I snuck out the house and I, yeah, I just tell my parents I'm gonna leave the house. Yeah. Literally. I've never like I was never that sneaky kid I never stole from a shop mm. I never did that it's like if you need something Steph yeah. come and tell me yeah. and we'll give you the money if yeah. it's reasonable if you need that thing mm. do you know what I mean but I think because my parents were like that with me it caused me to be so mature at such a young age right. because I would kind of sit down and, and I'd really observe other people doing it and then I kind of think how is things happening back at home for mm. you because some people it's like they're troublesome because when they go home, it's just them. Yeah. There's no parents taking care of them. There's no one loving them. Like, mm. I remember there was probably one or two friends I had that take that beating. Take them shouting at you. Take this, take that. Because I wish someone loved me enough or cared about me enough to do something like that. Do you know what mm. I mean? Where they're sitting you down and they're telling you. Like, my mom would sometimes tell me, this is what I didn't accomplish in my life. And... I want you to accomplish it. Mm. That's why. Because I didn't have it. So it would be nice if you had it. So she's like, I know sometimes maybe the way I speak, it's yeah. coming from a point of view of like, I'm trying to live my life through, through you. But it's like, because I didn't have it. And yeah. I see that the opportunity is amazing in Ireland because yeah. education is amazing yeah, it's here. Great here. It's like, why would you not just grab it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Even if you're not going to use it for anything. If someone hears that okay Steffi she's an artist and she has a psychology degree she has this she mm. has that she has that will they not respect yeah. you more especially because you're a woman in the music industry and you're not using your body yeah to play this game what's, so it's like what's that artist's name um she was on like Disney Channel you know the one that did Good Luck Charlie um the blonde one Bridget Mendler the one that yeah. sang Ready or Not mm. she has her degree I'm pretty really? sure yeah you I, know I, apparently Sweetie has her degree as well this is where mm-hmm wow so it's just it's just too. such a great addition like to yeah. have on top like you yourself you're doing your music you you did your nursing you did your psychology i did my nursing i did my psychology and even though there were one years and i always say that to people even though there were just diplomas it's There's like still but still it's still a lot you know? like because look at the job i have mm. now i'm working in a nursing home mm. and i'm getting a lot of money yeah. for it so it's like at the end of the day it's like People may see that, oh, it's like, it's a loss. Like, why is she doing that? Like, everything builds character. You're you're working in a nursing home. You're you're building, what's, you. like, resistance, communication patience, communication, Because everything. now I'll just speak to a stranger on the Literally. road. Like, I'll go out with my friends and they'll be like, yeah, Steph is a talkative. Yeah. I just like to talk to people. And my place of me wanting to speak to someone isn't to know your business. It's, mm. I want to understand the reason or, like, where your mindset is or your opinions because even at work there's those people that just challenge me stuff i want to ask you a question and just come in and just straight mm. and especially because i don't take offense to a lot of things so like especially matters to do with like black and white and mm. white supremacy and all of these type of things it's like people can come to me and speak to me about it because i'm not going to be like hold on a second mm. that's really really rude and this and this and that it's like 
I want to understand why you think that right. or why you're asking me this. And then I'll give my own take on it. And if I don't have any knowledge on it, it will make me go home and want to do research. And mm. so the next time I meet up with that person or I see that person, I have answers for them. Exactly. But, and those answers, they're not right. Mm. It's just my opinion. But that's the beauty of it. Being in open discussions with people and just knowing that this is just my opinion and you're just taking it. Because as much as I say to people, like, you're getting my perspective. Like, I will not be able to see your perspective unless you say it to mm, me. Do you right, know what I mean? Right, so right. it's just amazing to to speak to people and to also, like, I think it's really, really important for you to articulate the way you speak as well. From a young age, mm. I wasn't that smart in school, <laughs> but I had to teach myself how to be articulate because it's like, Someone will say it to you. Someone will use the words please and thank you. Mm. But then there's other people. You can not use them words but still have mannerisms. Right. So like, oh, can you do this for me? Would you? Do you mind doing mm. something for me? Like where you're asking people and they're going out of their way to do it because of the way you've asked them. Yeah. You just say, do this for yeah. me. Yeah. Do this for who? <laughs> who am I doing it for? Like, do you know what I mean? It's just, and that's even something with African parents as well. Just mm. the certain things. It's like small things. Yeah. Don't tell me to do that. Yeah. I'm doing that for you. But I'm gonna do it because my mother. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's like just little things. But like, because I remember saying to one of my guys, like, communication is such a big deal. And he'd stuff like communication, communication. Because yeah. so, I always say it. It's such but a big it deal. It's such a big deal because. Me being so, like, me articulating myself as I speak to someone else, they're going to see already this person well-mannered, this person knows what they're talking about, Mm. this person thinks a lot. Mm. Like, just little things. Like, I've been around myself enough to know what makes me tick to the littlest things as what makes me happy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And because I'm a person that takes in a lot, um, I soak in a lot of things, and I love just getting people's opinions and all of that, I can comfortably say and confidently say that when it comes to a significant other, that's what I look for more, if that makes sense. Because some people be telling you, okay, but why is it that you like, you're not really looking too much at a guy, um, a guy's physical appearance and stuff like that. And it's like, if you're good looking and you open your mouth and air is just coming out of it, (laughs) do you think I will stay? I'm do burned. you think I'm I will burned. stay? Because I'm not. It's not me and yeah. you that's staying in this. <laughs> because I can't always look at you. Like I need to speak to you. Mm. There needs to be something. Like every single friend I have in my life now, mm. I gain something from yeah. them. Yeah. As yeah, much yeah, as yeah. they gain something, I, well, I hope you people gain something from me. But we all, it's a give and take. Do you know mm. what I mean? Especially because how I look at life is, God is gonna have His time where He decides to separate you guys, or He decides to, He might take one of my friends early mm. god forbid for he might do you know what i mean so it's like as much as people are on this earth use them mm. as much as you can not in a bad, in a bad way. way please please not please. in a bad way yeah. but like use them as much as you like just so understand why a person acts the way they act dissect break a person down mm. as much as you can um because if you really really like and respect them you need to know these things yeah. do you know what i mean mm. um so yeah yeah you speak in so much sense <laughs> We could go on talking for like hours, but yeah, I felt like my laptop's actually gonna die. <laughs> oh my days. We we literally covered so much in this um, episode. Like you, you just spoke from 
you're basically the authentic young person coming out with music, learning to love yourself for you, learning to love other people despite their the own differences, differences that they have and all yeah. of these things. And that's so important. I feel like that's really important in terms of knowing how to deal with that and knowing how to cope and also you know sometimes you need to change yourself so you can stick to your own person but sometimes you need to know how to maneuver yourself compatible with people you need to literally be able to okay i need to alter myself and and i'm not gonna lie there's stuff about me um i always say it's not the truth that hurts it's how you say it right um but i'm not gonna lie sometimes it does certain people will say the truth and it's like okay i know like the thing with me is like i'll know that okay this is the truth but I might not want to accept it then and there. So I'll tell people I need space. Mm. I just need a couple of days. And in those few hours that I'm taking to myself, it's like, yeah, you gay yeah, bastard. <laughs> yeah, you gay yeah, bastard. Because if someone else was doing it to you, you tell them that they're acting child, you better go and apologize to that person. because, And you better thank that person for coming to you and actually being able to say this yeah. to you. Yeah. Because that takes a lot. Mm. So then you turn around and you're kind of like, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You, like, I'm sorry. Like, and then you know how to really come about things and mm-hmm. you tweak yourself a little bit. So now when you're with this person, you know not to do this. Mm-hmm. And maybe for another person, that could be something that they absolutely love about you. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's not all bad. It's just knowing which sides of you that um, different people should get. Every individual is different. And mm-hmm. it's like saying to an African person or an African parent, all of your kids are different. Just mm. because you bet John, you don't. Ha- no, you might not have to beat Mark. Yeah, Do you know true. what I mean? So it's like, with that, it's so so important to just. I want to. I was gonna say kids, but I don't have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, with every individual to suss them out and to figure out the type of person they are really and which read. side of you yeah. that you need to give to them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Literally read the room, guys. Exactly. Learn. Literally, just learn. Just rewatch this episode how many times just so you can <laughs> grasp Even everything myself, you like just everything said. I'm saying like I feel like I speak a lot but sometimes I'll say things and I'll be like oh shit yeah. I need to take my own advice yeah because sometimes you be speaking 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 and it's not until you actually hear yourself back that you'll be like because mm. sometimes my boys will be like take your own mm. <laughs> yeah talking 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 take your own advice <laughs> yeah. when it came to me breaking up with my ex i didn't take my own mm. advice so but you now need you to know. take your own yeah. advice but now you know and for anyone who wants to like follow up with you how do you want to plug yourself out there a bit? um so my instagram and my twitter and my tiktok i don't know you're on tiktok yeah i actually took a tiktok for this oh my god so So we need to end it with like both of us okay cool um wait i don't think my tiktok i think my tiktok is like steffi starpunked all together okay but um twitter and instagram is steffi underscore starpunk and yes i'm gonna name (laughs) um and then Snapchat is like Steffi, uh, no, Stephanie Kylie one. Don't come at me with the Kylie. Kylie. I had a big crush on Perry Kylie, the diversity dancer. You know, oh, the okay, yeah, yeah, okay, her. yeah, yeah, okay. But now he has a girlfriend. Dang, he cheated on me. Okay, but. But yeah, no, nah, I had a big crush on him <laughs> just because he was just really, really good at what he did. Mm. You know, when you're a kid, you think you can be with, with anyone. I thought I could be with Justin Bieber. I thought I could be with Michael Please, Jordan. I'm still with Drake anyways. Ah! Anyways. <laughs> well then <laughs> anyways well, moving on swiftly from that i don't like to kiss and talk anyways um so what about your spotify spotify oh my name is just steffi so just s-t-e-p-h 
why yeah and y'all listen to her music vibe i only have one song out first love but the ep is coming listen come on that's what we like to hear that's what we like to see (laughs) and you know from there i'm wishing you all the best with your music and you're gonna blow you're just an amazing person i just feel like you're you're just great. The way you articulate yourself, the way you speak, your Trust me, thoughts, I'll come on here one, another time and I'll be absolutely crazy. Come but on. I was just gonna like, <laughs> let me give you people the soft side. The, the soft. Because the, the talks we were having in the car, you know oh. how crazy <laughs> are. You know. We won't talk about that right now. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. And anyways, thank you guys for listening and watching whichever way you guys like to vibe with us. Until the next time. Perfect. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>